Welcome to this podcast produced for Business Lincolnshire as part of the Fit for Business programme. I'm Guy Lewis and we're joined today by David Knight from PECT. Hi David, how are you? Hi Guy, yeah, very well thank you, how are you? Good, good. So what have you been looking at this week? Uh, so this week we've been looking at um, net zero across organisations in terms of helping them understand the concept, what it means, but I guess more than anything just helping businesses understand that whilst it can be a complex subject, there's very simple things that any organisation can do uh, and the most important thing is just to do something. Okay, brilliant. So, so net zero is the, is the, is the headline. What, what, how do you get into the details of that? So I think the thing too important to understand is what, what does that, what, I guess essentially what does net zero actually mean? So the, the concept really in terms of carbon and the impact that we have within the climate itself. So obviously as we're emitting carbon into the atmosphere, we're warming the planet, uh, which is causing all sorts of problems, which we can almost see on, a, on an annual basis. So what we need to do is, as individuals and as organizations is to minimize the amount of emissions we're putting into to the environment. So mm -hmm. the key driver for net zero is for organizations to actually look at the resources they're using. So you know, energy, gas, et cetera, anything like that, and actually try to look at ways to make your processes more efficient. And, and I guess more than anything, actually just reduce the amount of resources that we're using. Okay. And, re and resources are? Uh, so resources be electricity, gas, waste, paper, anything like that. So, so anything as an organization you essentially consume, if, if for want of a better word, in, in order to deliver your outputs, as whether that's a product or a business activity or a service. So anything you do as an organization that uses a form of material or energy source uh, would be considered your resource. Okay. Um, yeah, so the idea is that once, once we're able to actually reduce that, the next step is then to remove the carbon from the atmosphere. So when we talk about net zero, that's what we actually mean. It's the removal of carbon from the atmosphere. Now, the key thing I want to just sort of explain within that is that this is a long-term ambition. So okay. for many organizations, you know, whilst net zero is being banded around and it's being talked about all the time, for most organizations, that is the end goal. What we want to do and what we want businesses to understand is that that's not what you need to do now. What you need to do now is to understand what resources you're using, mm -hmm. how and why you're using those resources. And then from a business perspective is to reduce that. Now, the big, I guess the point from that is by actually reducing that, you cut your costs as an organization. So, so it's efficiencies. Exactly that. Yeah. Net zero doesn't have to be your agenda. Saving money, cutting costs, that can be your agenda. And the two actually sit hand in hand. So everything you do as a business to actually manage your finances and, and actually minimize your finances actually fits into that conversation. So, you know, take net zero out of it. Don't worry about that. You know, that, that will happen organically just by looking at your business and actually managing your business more efficiently. Okay. Okay. So net zero is, is, is the long-term game. Yeah. And then you talk, mentioned carbon and carbon neutral or carbon emissions or where, where, that how does that fit in what's 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 that about so carbon is the term that's given for the uh, greenhouse gases that we emit so mm -hmm. there's seven greenhouse gases that that we emit as uh, you know as as uh, shall we say anthropogenic or, or human made emissions uh, so carbon dioxide the one everyone knows uh, methane uh, there's nitrous oxide and then there's then more technical ones so sulfur mm -hmm. hexafluoride and uh, 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 hydrofluorocarbons and all these sort of things. So that's the technical side of it. The most important thing is that what we, when we refer to carbon, what we're talking about is those emissions that are generated as a mm -hmm. result of our activity. So every time you burn a fuel, so in your car or in your boiler or the electricity we consume, we've had to use gas or some form of fossil fuel to create that energy source. Okay. 
the emissions that come out the back end from that process is essentially what's going in and that's what we call carbon. Right. So what we need to do is we need to measure what that output is and that measurement is what we refer to as our carbon footprint. So what is the impact that we have and how much of the carbon are we emitting through our uh, emitting through our um activities. So on a day-to-day basis I could almost go around and well I've heated my house up and that that's so much and I've got in my car and I've driven somewhere and that's so much um whether it's carbon dioxide or whether it's nitrogen oxide or whatever that that's that sort of adding up of all that. It is exactly that. Yeah. So from the, the, I guess the best part we have is that the shall we say the the gases and how they are made up that's already calculated for us. Okay. So the government every year the government does a huge uh, operation where they actually look at all the different emission sources they calculate roughly speaking how much carbon is emitted through different fuel sources mm-hmm. and they provide all that information to us. So from a business perspective you don't have to worry about that. Okay. All you need to worry about is how much am I using? Okay. So what we're looking at is your annual figures. So what's your total electricity spend? Okay. What does that mean in kilowatt hour? Which you know, you'd know because you pay uh, the bill. Absolutely. Yeah. So so what we try to do in terms of making it simple is that as an organization or as a business, you're already looking at your bills. So you're already looking at how much you're spending. Now in that bill, it also tells you what that kilowatt hour consumption is. Okay. So all we all we're really getting businesses to do is as you're doing your finances anyway, just record that kilowatt hour consumption. Do that whenever you look at your bills, whether you do that monthly, quarterly, half yearly, yearly, it doesn't matter. The main thing is that when you're doing that, just whilst doing that, take that little value, record that value somewhere mm-hmm. so that you now have a record of actually what you're consuming. Once you have that total annual value, so whatever that is, whether January to December or tax year, April to March, et cetera, you would then just total that up. There's a, a website you can go to to get the, the, the factors that you need to convert that into carbon emissions. And all you do is multiply your total annual value by that factor, and that gives you your carbon emissions. So, so straight just, away. So it's just a measurement. Absolutely that. Yeah, that's all we're doing is measuring okay. what that impact is. Um, so that, that's carbon. That's, that's the whole aspect of that in terms of what a carbon footprint is and, and how that works. But when we talk about carbon neutral, so what, what we essentially are saying is that as an organization, if you're able to uh, avoid the amount of carbon emissions that you're producing, and this is where it gets slightly technical, I guess, uh, you can claim to be carbon neutral. Okay. I guess the key message I would say is, again, it's it's a term that we use. And, and for those of us in this industry, we understand it. We look at it. And this is the sort of thing that we, we look for. And, and organizations who have their head around it, they'll also be looking at that. But for most businesses, that's, again, a future ambition. Okay. Really so we're really looking at efficiencies. Absolutely. You're just looking at, actually, how do I get my bill to be lower? Yeah. My electrical bill, my gas bill to be lower. And that in itself is lowering your carbon footprint, as you described it. Exactly that. So as I said before, you know, if you reduce the amount of gas you consume, you automatically reduce your carbon footprint. Brilliant. If you cut energy costs, you automatically reduce your carbon. So, so everything you do to make your cost reduction within your organization will then have an impact on your carbon emissions. That's something that everyone should do then, isn't it? I- exactly that. And that's the message that we're trying to get across is even if you just do one thing, uh-huh. do that one thing. If, if it makes a difference, then it is going to benefit yourself as an organization, both in costs, but then also the, the sort of the intended consequence will also then help with the climate change issue as well. That, that doesn't seem such a big issue then, does it? <laughs> no, but we do appreciate that for some businesses because I guess because of the jargon, the language and how it's put across, it does get confusing. It does seem like a really big thing, but it, it isn't and it doesn't need to be. It's just a real simple process. Start with what you have, look at what you can and make changes where they're possible. I like that. 
<laughs> no, I do like that though. It's brilliant because uh, I was I was sort of relating this to my house, and you say, okay, so I look up my my, my heating bills, and then think, oh, they're X. How do I get them to be lower? Well, then insulate the house, or don't heat it up so much, or, or do things that 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 can reduce the bill, and that naturally reduces my carbon footprint. Absolutely, and exactly that. And 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 the changes don't have to always cost money. Some of the changes can just be how are you using your heating. So you, you said that straight away. So just turning your temperature down. Mm-hmm. So if you're heating your house to 23 degrees, drop it down to 21 degrees. If it gets a bit cold, just put a bracket. Uh, we have seen how this heats to that degree. So it, you know, it's 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 sometimes it's just the, the most important thing is just knowing. First of all, it's just knowing what you're using. So so that that's really where that data capture comes in place. If you're if you're recording and looking at it and you know how much you're consuming, the next step then is to think about well, why am I using it this way? How can I make it? more efficient. So, you know, if you are in a, in an old building that's not well insulated, well, then that's something to consider. Insulate the building and that will cut your energy costs. Um, if you're heating it to above, say, 22, 23 degrees, then again, that could be something that you could reduce to, to cut your heating costs. Um, things like lighting as well. So, I mean, you know, I, I have kids and my biggest argument in the house is lights <laughs> literally being left on in every single room they've gone into. I can tell which room they've been in just which lights are left on. But again, something like that, just turning lights off when they don't need to be on or just not switching them on in the middle of the day <laughs> because it becomes a habit, those sort of things. So little, little changes that cost absolutely nothing can all make a difference um, okay. to, our, to our energy bills. Yeah, yeah. So the, light, the, the, the turn on only lights. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so is there a science to this? I mean, yes, I guess in terms of the question, yes, there is a science to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, w- within any of these processes, you know, th- th- there is obviously a lot that goes on in the background to, to help essentially look at the science, look at the, the, how it all works together. Um, but I guess for, for any sort of business or any organization that hasn't looked at this yet, for whatever reason, they haven't looked at it yet, you know, the science itself is managed by those who need to. For an organization, it really is just simple processes. And that, that's really what we try to get across. As I said before, it is just look at what's in front of you, manage that, look at what's next, manage that. And, and as long as you do that, everything else will sort of look after itself. So, you know, you don't have to concern yourself with the technical nature. Mm-hmm. You don't have to concern yourself with what science sits behind it. You don't necessarily have to consider, you know, necessary too much in terms of what the impacts are. Just do something. Now, you know, we work with many organizations from, 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 from you know, uh, uh, who come with this from different standpoints. And, and what we found time and time again is once you start doing something, mm-hmm. it actually becomes easier. You start to actually gain that understanding. Oh, I see how that works. I see why that makes a difference. And then when you go into the next project, you look at that, you do something. And again, you start to see, oh, I see how that works. I see how that benefits. And slowly but surely, as you do this process, given time, we can all actually get to the point where we now understand what we're doing and, and, and why it matters. So we don't have to learn everything today. You've got time. Learn something as it comes along, take your time, and say it's a gradual process, step by step. You sort of just bolt on the different bits that you need to as you get better understanding. Um, so those processes then become uh, more, more, more accessible for, for every business. My name is Guy Lewis, and you're with myself and David Knight discussing net zero. So we've, we've done net zero. We've looked at carbon neutrality, but you, you mentioned things like carbon removal, offset. Mm. <laughs> um, yes. So 
you know, as we spoke about in terms of net zero, carbon removal is removing carbon from the atmosphere. Now, mm -hmm. the only way to do that is at the moment trees, so any sort of plant life, uh, the term's called sequester, but what we mean by that is that it's obviously the natural process of, of uh, you know, plant life. It takes carbon from the atmosphere and produces oxygen. When it takes that carbon, it puts that carbon into the earth and captures it and stores it. So trees, plant life, anything like that is mm -hmm. a natural carbon sink, as yeah. the term is. So it pulls carbon, stores it in the ground. Now, what we're looking to do at the moment within the UK is there's a lot of investments in industry going into carbon removals using mechanical processes. So carbon okay. capture, carbon storage, this type of thing. So in order for us to get to net zero, that industry has to flourish. So we're, we're, we're running it at the moment. Uh, there's, there's large projects within Hull that, 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 that's uh, looking at this process. And the idea being that if we can capture carbon and store it, whether we use it for something later on or we just store it long term, that will help us with the removal aspect. Mm -hmm. But as I said, this is something that's still in development and still in investment and is still some time away. So what we can do at the moment, so the term offset is essentially what we're doing is we're avoiding carbon emissions being created elsewhere. So okay. let's say, for example, as a business, I create so many tons of carbon dioxide. That's, that's the measurement of the carbon. And uh, let's say that's 20. So what I can do as an organization is I can invest in a project that has, you know, either installed renewables or, um, you know, improved efficiencies of a, a type of system that through that investment has actually minimized the carbon emissions from that by 20 tons. So by my investments, I essentially pay or, or fund this project. And because that project now has avoided 20 tons, mm -hmm. I can claim that as an offset. So I've okay. still generated 20 tons, but to try and avoid an additional 20 tons being generated elsewhere, I've actually invested in that not being generated. So that's considered an offset. So when we want to be carbon neutral, that's what we mean. So okay. I've invested enough money in other projects that has avoided the same level of emissions that I've generated being generated elsewhere. Okay. So for many businesses, and again, this is something I would consider later on, depending on where you are within your journey, once, once you have a good handle of your carbon, a good handle of your data, that's when you can start to think about, okay, well, where can we invest? How can we offset? Uh, and what is it that we need to do? And then eventually as the technology and as the, uh, the commerce improves, we can get to a stage where we can start to do carbon removals. Okay. So that, that's really a mid to long-term thing. So don't necessarily worry about it. Be aware of it. Yes. Don't worry about it. What can we do now? What can we do? Where, where can we start? So the most important thing that all businesses can do now is start to record your data, start okay. to look at your data. You know, mm -hmm. As I said before, use the processes you have in terms of your finance management and use as an opportunity to actually capture how much are you consuming from energy. E energy, I guess, is the main sort of source of carbon for a lot mm -hmm. of organizations. So, you know, capture your electricity bills, capture your gas bills or whatever sort of fuels that you're using. Think about how many miles you travel if you travel as an organization and just start to record that. Mm -hmm. that. That for all businesses is the fundamental first step. Once you have that data, you can then start to make changes to the business in terms of improving efficiencies, investing in different technologies, uh, and ultimately then driving down the costs for the organization, which as I said, then have the benefit mm -hmm. of reducing your carbon as well. Okay. So Put, almost put in the sort of carbon production into which your bills. So if as a business, you want to reduce your bills. So like you say, if you can save on your heating, if you save on your lighting, then put things in place. If you can insulate, if you can turn the temperatures down, that sort of stuff. I guess the other one you talked about travel. You know, if you can do something like now, hybrid way of working, virtual, you know, why travel in the car or train? If you can do this electronically, 
through 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 the internet and it still be as effective so minimizing your costs making your business more efficient is the first things you can do to help you minimize your carbon production or your your carbon uh, gain towards your carbon neutrality absolutely and and that's the sort of message i want to get across is you know you know avoid the climate conversation Mm-hmm. Think about it from a business perspective. You know, okay. the, 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 the key thing for all organizations, you know, when we talk about sustainability, you know, survivability, however you want to term it for an organization, especially at the moment with rising energy costs and the impact that's having across the UK, now is the opportunity to really start to look at it. So yes, view it from a business perspective mm-hmm. and it will automatically have a climate climate impact as well. So you're actually solving both problems by doing the same exercise. Okay. Well, thanks for that for today, David. Uh, hopefully we'll meet again in a week or so and have uh, continue this chat. Brilliant. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks for your time. You've been listening to a Business Lincolnshire podcast. Look out for the next episode. If you're listening on the Business Lincolnshire YouTube channel, don't forget to give us a thumbs up or subscribe down below. If you're on your favourite podcast platform, then remember to follow the show. More information at businesslincolnshire.com.